The Divergent Geek, redefining success on my terms. Success is different for everyone. And for me, I was taught from a young age, as I'm sure a lot of people were, that success meant you you get good grades at school and you go on to college and university. You then, after that, go get a good job from whatever you studied at university. And it, it was, you know, obviously the, the, the stereotype is a lawyer, a doctor, a vet, you know, a, a professional job. Um, and I think, I think it was quite, quite generational, actually. But I obviously took on that. That's what I learned from my parents. They tried to teach me what they were taught. And to me, that was teaching me that success meant all these things. That then once you had your good job, you went, you went and bought a house, you bought property, uh, you owned things, uh, you know, you got married, you had a family and then repeated onwards with your family. And for a long time, I followed, I followed those rules. I wouldn't say the rules, but I followed what I was being taught. And even in school, they tell you to get a good job, you need good grades. So you apply yourself. And when things don't quite go to plan... It, it it instills a a feeling of failure in you. It did in me anyway. Um, and what I talk about on this podcast is how I went through life and, and how I felt. It doesn't mean that everybody felt the same thing. It doesn't mean that anything was good or bad. Um, this was just the way I've seen things since I've gone on my journey from getting to a point where I broke down completely from trying to please everybody to a point where I am now, where I have a lot more self-awareness, a lot more insight into where I was and where I am now and what my version of success is and how I'm going to get there. Um, So... If anybody else is interested in in listening to me waffle on about these things or wants to come on and have a chat with me about it, um, I'd be more than welcome. It's stuff I have conversations with people about all the time. And I think, you know, I'm trying to raise my own son. He's now 13. And actually, most recently, I asked him, I was going off to a conference for two days. It was over a weekend and it was all about making money as a as a person, you know, making, finding ways of making money, whether that be through a business or through their own passive or through property or whatever it is somebody wanted to do. It was all about the different ways of either making money, but also the mindset that surrounds it and how best to make your money work for you. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I was in school, money wasn't really taught. We, we were taught, obviously, currencies and things like that, you know, the bog standard stuff. But I remember being, I think I was about 12, and my mum asked me, oh, um, here, here's my checkbook. Can you go over the, the news agent and, and write a check for the newspapers for me, please? And I went, okay, how do I write a check? And she was flabbergasted. Um, she she had, no, she said, don't they teach you this in school? Don't, don't, have you not been taught how to write a check? I went, no, we d- we don't learn that sort of stuff in school. No, not at all. She was shocked. So she taught me how to write a check. 
Um, and, you know, it was like, oh, okay, this is something grown-ups do, obviously. You know, I felt quite quite grown up after it. But, you know, it, it, it was one of those things that we weren't taught. We weren't in, in my school anyway. Um, I, I'm sure different areas that there might have been different things and private schools, there might have diff- different curriculums and, and sessions that they have. Now, looking at my son now, who's 13, he, he's in a private school local to us and he has come back and he's told me, oh, we learned all about what a loan shark is today. And I went, really? I was really shocked. He's like, yeah, yeah, we were taught the different types of loans and debt. And and I was like, wow, that's that's really good. I, said, your, I told him, I said, your mother was never taught any of that. I said, I've not done well with money in my life. I am open and can admit that I am pretty crap with money, um, you know, and it, it's just one of those things. The fact that we, we live with my parents because we chose instead of buying a house and things like that, we chose to send our son to private school. We made that decision because we knew we couldn't do both and we wanted to give him the best start to life. So we made that decision and and it's actually given us a good platform for me to be able to start my business, which, you know, it's been almost five years now, which has been great. And actually my son's quite proud. He's turned around and asked me lots of questions and he seems quite proud of what I've done. He's like, oh, well, I'd like to start something. I'm like, yeah, fair enough. I'll, I'll help you with whatever you want. Not everyone can do that, though. We, we've been extremely lucky. But I was wondering, I said, oh, so what else do they teach you in school? So they've they've gone through, they have something called PSHE, which um, is it's a bit like social and, and world skills. I can't even remember what it, what it stands for. Some personal and social development stuff anyway and so I said oh well what else do you learn from that and he's oh well we went through um we've gone through talking about depression and things like that we've gone through talking about our feelings and they, they covered something which I was quite shocked about but I'm actually kind of glad they taught it um I don't know really if it was the appropriate age or not um, because this was when he was about 12, they, they did talk about um, female genital mutilation. And I was like, oh, that's that's quite a serious subject. Um, and But I'm proud that he knows that stuff and he understands it now. And, you know, I'm hoping he, he's always been quite a sensitive person in the world to, to other people. Um, he's got his own views on things and I say that's fine as long as it's informed you know as long as you know the facts so I feel quite confident that my son is quite prepared for that but it does want make me wonder sort of you know how many other schools are teaching this uh, and these life skills and I did as I did pull my son out of school for a day while we went to this conference the weekend because you know he'd been at school all week and then spent two whole days in a room listening to different entrepreneurs talking about how they've made it rich and what they did and things like this. And there was a one or two of them he, he got a little bit bored in and was like, no, nah, I'm not really feeling this. And I said, okay, it's fair enough. Let's go get coffee for a minute and we'll come back in. But there was a couple that he was really inspired by. He was really inspired by a guy called Joshua Saul from the Pure Gold Company who was talking about investing and how to invest in, in precious metals and he mentioned silver um, and how it's quite undervalued. So 
Nathan then picked out his phone and went, did some research, wrote down some notes and was like, afterwards, he said, mum, I'd like to invite, I'd like to start investing in silver. Can I, he has a little job on a weekend. Um, he said, can I use some of my wages to invest in silver? He said, because, you know, I reckon this is going to go really big. We are, we are doing loads in, in space and with renewable energies and biotech and it all uses silver. Well, won't silver run out one day? I said, yeah, you're probably right. I said, yeah. And he said, and he looked through this booklet he was given and it said that silver could be running out, could become in short demand within 15 years. So he took that and went, I want to invest in silver now because I'd like to have a long-term investment to raise some money. And I was really proud of that because he listened and was informed and researched and then went, I'm making this decision. And... He came away, you know, he also saw somebody else talk about social media and how to start a business on social media. You don't need a product. You can sell other people's product and earn commission from from selling it. If you're good on social media, this is a great way to start a business and, and earn a, a passive revenue. Um, of which now he's now asked me, Mum, can you help me set up an online business? Yeah, no problem, dude. Um, so uh, great that he's he's thinking like this. But I just wanted to sort of start this podcast to talk about all these different things because in my head I have lots of lots of great discussions that I have with people but you know they they, they stay within a circle because we don't we don't necessarily broadcast everything and this could be a 10 minute long could be five minute long it could be half an hour long really depends on the subject and where we're at but I myself I'm non-diagnosed um, ADHD Um, I was diagnosed a long time ago with dyslexia when I reached university and uh, my my story is the fact that I struggled in school, it was amazing in coursework but my tests, I I tanked my tests every time, yeah I knew the subjects and it wasn't until I was in university that they picked up that something wasn't quite right. Um, so I was tested and they said, oh, you've got dyslexia and dyspraxia which basically means I'm a clumsy idiot which is very true, I trip up my own feet um, all the time, my husband will tell you um, that I've done it many a time and he just tuts at me. But um, since then, it, the more research has come out that said actually females who've been diagnosed with dyslexia are more likely actually ADHD. Um, I, I have pa- spoken to a few professionals who've basically said I, they say I fulfill nine out of ten markers for ADHD. Probably right. Um, but I, I, I don't need to be diagnosed because I don't need an extra resources. I think I found my own coping mechanisms over the years to deal with stuff. And I still do find new ones, um, to, to help cope. But I wanted to, and you'll hear me jump from subject to subject throughout my podcast. Uh, Unfortunately, it's just the way my brain works. Again, an ADHD thing. Um, But I wanted to start the podcast to talk about my version of success has changed and my journey that I go through. It might not interest anybody. It might be sounding like a load of bloody waffle because most of my thoughts come to me when I am out and about, when I'm walking somewhere, driving somewhere, on a train somewhere. I will have random thoughts and I will have a discussion in my head with myself about it. And the weekend we were listening to somebody talk about podcasting and I thought, I have done a podcast before where I've interviewed small businesses that that did well um, during COVID and came out the other side. And I I enjoy having conversations. And so I just thought, you know what, let's just see. I'm just going to talk into my phone 
upload it. If anyone out there is listening, feel free to chat to me. Um, I'm, I'm a really happy chatty person. Again, another ADHD thing. <laughs> um, I, I don't know when to stop talking most of the time. And uh, I'm always a very happy person. I'm very optimistic. Uh, more than anybody I know, I think. I always like to see the uh, the upside of things. And I'm a big problem solver. Probably will help tell you what I actually do as well. So I started my business uh, almost five years ago now. And uh, basically, I qualified as a techie in college, uh, basically an IT technician. And I've always loved tech. I was big, big into gaming. But then I went off and did law. I went off and did trading standards and forensics. Uh, then when I went into into the job market, I went and did uh, I worked with the local government and, and did uh, community engagement events. Uh, so event management for, for the public community. I then did a really big twist and went into waste management, particularly in hazardous and clinical waste, which actually is a really interesting subject, which I love lots of regulation around it. And I think that's why I liked it. Lots of processes and rules and regs that we must follow. And that's how I like to work. But then because I was in the corporate sector doing that, I burnt out and I burnt out um, end of literally about a week after my birthday, um, first week of February 2019. It was also five days after my husband had been made redundant um, from a very large company locally that went under British Ceramic Tile. And he, you know, he, he was trying to find his way. And I got to a point where I burnt out because I was doing sort of 60 hour weeks. I was traveling all over the country. I was trying to hold us up and we had debts from all over the place because we didn't know how to manage money. We weren't taught it. And yeah, we admit it was our fault. We, we squandered, we, we you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses type of thing, which was wrong. Um, but that'll be a, a subject for another day. But, um, yeah, so we went through that and I I, t- I had to take some serious time off during which the, the company in question did nothing to help me apart from harass me. So it took me quite a while to get better and it took me seven months before I was able to do anything to get me out of that company. And we go, right, we, we, part, we, need, we need to part ways because it's not working. Um, and then it was like, And I spent two months of that being complete zombie mode. I couldn't do anything. I would sit in bed all day watching the Hallmark Channel because there was nothing my brain could focus on. Um, I couldn't do anything. I was broken. And I had a lot of support from friends and family, which was great. But when I came out the other side, my dad turned around and said to me, "Okay, what do you want to do? What do you want to do next? If you want to get back into something, you need to get a job of some sort. What do you want to do? And I went, I want to start a business. I said, I want to be a business owner. I want to do it for myself. And he said, okay, what in? And I went, probably something around marketing, technology, that type of thing. I said, I know it. I'm good at it. I know how to use the tech. And it's something everybody needs. I've already done it in, in several of the businesses I'd worked in before. I managed their, their social medias and did all the tech stuff and the tech stacks and things like that. And um, yeah, I said, I want to do that. And then I, I did it. I just turned around and went, right, I need a business name, need a logo, need to do a website, all of this. Let's get cracking. And that's when I did started it. I'd say officially when I first started winning it, going out networking, 
1st of September 2019. We all know what happened about five months bloody later. Um, Lockdown. And I got through lockdown. I pivoted slightly and became more of a tech VA. And survived COVID with no financial support from anybody else. Husband was still in and out of jobs because it just wasn't working in places. He he got made redundant another two more times after in, in 2019 and start of 2020. The last one, Valentine's Day 2020. Um, and then he went into temp work and he did that for the whole of the pandemic for, for two years. Um, but it, it got him a job at the end of it, which which we're very thankful for. And he's very happy in the new job. So I had to support us a lot throughout that time and I did and yes it's been a struggle but I've earned the same wage I was earning at my corporate job I've been able to pay the bills I've been able to grow my business and when I needed a day off I took a day off in fact today's one of those days I was in London for an entire seven days last week every day non-stop working meetings um, networking and everything else I had to do and I got back last night and crashed and today I've woken up going do you know what I've got I my body doesn't feel ready to get up this morning today I'm going to just stay lying around I'm going to work from from a comfortable spot and I'm just going to sort of dip in and out of stuff and this is why I decided to start talking because I was like well actually talking is a really great therapy so I thought right well let's start the podcast I decided I was going to do um, whilst I'm also in the middle of doing a little challenge in another entrepreneur's group on Facebook, um, Lisa Johnson, I, I've been sort of keeping an eye on her stuff for a while and, um, sometimes you need a big kick up the arse and, uh, her challenge was coming up and I went, right, let's do it. So I, I need to create some products to, uh, which I've been meaning to do. I've got so much content to create so that, that I can turn into courses and stuff like that, that I needed, I need to do something. So I was like, I need to get them out there. Let's just use this to create one and we'll just go go with the flow, you know. And yeah, so today I'm just having a day where I'm working on bits that I can work on, flitting between stuff and yeah, if I need a nap in an hour, I'll have a nap. Um, but then again, I didn't get out of bed till 11 o'clock this morning, so probably don't need a nap today. Um, that's another thing. I've got underactive thyroid, so um, it doesn't help that uh, some days... Uh, I can't control how tired I am and really need a nap. <laughs> so I do block out two hours a day in my diary about lunchtime in case I'm feeling that de- that, that uh, overwhelming sense of needing to lie down. So um, everyone's just going to think, oh, she's a lazy twat. <laughs> um, but yeah, and as a really great friend of mine says a lot she uh, she calls it being wonky we're wonky um it's not a bad term it's, it just means that we're slightly wonky we're like wonky veg there's nothing wrong with us just we are nobody could be perfect um and that's the lovely nick thompson she has a little uh, facebook group um just for wonky people who uh need a bit of uh, need a bit of love so um yeah that's that's me. I think I'll leave it there for this episode because I've done almost 20 minutes. You're probably really bored of hearing from me now. So um, I'm probably going to release one every few weeks, um, every two to three weeks. I haven't decided yet. We'll see how this goes. Um, and you can listen to me ramble on about my journey 
to success for uh, a neurodivergent geek. Um, so, well, actually, I've called it divergent geek because neurodivergent and divergent probably basically the same. Although I'm sure some expert will tell me different. Um, but I like the fact of divergent geek because there's a there's a book series called Divergent, and um, I did read those and they're pretty cool. So. Um, you'll, you'll hear a lot of references about books and films and stuff because that's just me. So um, I hope to speak to anybody. Please comment, get in touch, reach out on LinkedIn or, or Facebook. Um, and yeah, I'm happy if somebody wants to have a chat about things on this podcast. And um, yeah, talk through life in general and um, and business. And yeah. It's it's, it's going to be very random, and I think I think I probably will bring my thirteen year old to have a chat about what he learned at the weekend and see what uh, views he might have if I can get him to to talk. <laughs> He's a little bit nervous talking to other people, even being recorded. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, until next time, speak to you all soon.